Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the Advisor Arena Podcast for 2022. Jamie Malm here with Josh Watson. Hi, Josh. Hello. It's great to be here. 2022. That's crazy. And it's just, I uh, can't believe it's here already. And uh, we just got done with the summit and now it's go time. So, so embarrassingly, uh, it's, it's the 12th of January. And we joked that I think yesterday was my first full day in the office since like December 23rd. So <laughs> yes, yes, major slacker. Thanks for holding down the fort. But we, uh, we each split up some time taking off at the end of the year around Christmas and New Year's. And then I think we came back for, I came back for one day and we headed to the summit and we were there for the whole first week in January, but just getting back into the office this week. So we've got some really cool stuff to share with everybody from the summit. Yes. Great stuff to share. It's uh, it was great to see everybody again, get back together. Of course, lots of great ideas were exchanged. So um, I'm excited to tell everybody about it. Okay, so commitment right here for me to you. We are not going to use the C word at all on this episode, right? Okay. Yeah. Not the not the really bad C word, but okay. the new <laughs> and I'm just talking about the new bad C word. So we're not going to talk about it. We had a lot of awesome people at Summit. We had some really cool keynote speakers, which I can't wait to share. And right. I went out a day early for roundtable, which is always Super cool because we have a group of our top producers. I think the qualifiers were top 50 with Annuities Life, AUM, and they all share best ideas with each other. And so we're going to bring some of those to you on this podcast. And then, of course, we ro always roll out kind of our best stuff for the year. So we're going to go through that just a little bit here. What do you think about the keynote speakers? Did you have I a favorite? Thought, yes, I, I like Jason Selt. He, he spoke to me. He his things too were nothing like that was really life changing. It was very simple things you can do uh, to I would say make not only life better but to be more successful. So really liked him. We've talked about it before on other podcasts. The relentless solution focus uh, that uh, he was excellent. Kind of but he yeah, so he was really good. Um, the Dennis Mosley Williams so. He was another one of our guest speakers. He talked a lot about. He was hilarious. Hilarious, yes. Hilarious. And he was he was very entertaining, um, and he talked about you know a lot about the just client experience, how to create a memorable client experience, why people do business with you in the first place. A lot of it has to do, in his opinion, with client experience. So uh, those guys were both really good, and then. The Chick-fil-A um, executive that spoke, who I think at one point uh, he was with, he's been with Chick-fil-A for the, like the last, what, 40 years, uh, 30 years time. or something, former CMO. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so before Chick-fil-A was like Chick-fil-A, you know, he was part of the company. And so just getting his insights on building a brand, uh, that was pretty cool, too. So I thought the guest speakers, this, this go around, the lineup was really good. So Jason Selk, you and I did the podcast on him after I had the opportunity to hear him speak in Vegas at our Evolve event. Mm -hmm. And he was fantastic. I think I mentioned on that podcast, we had several advisors come up to us and ask, hey, how could I get him to come speak at one of my client events? Like everybody, every human should hear what he has to say. And he was 
very, very good again. So I'm glad he got to come out and speak to a wider group because that's definitely something that everybody can take. His book is called Relentless Solution Focused, I believe. Um, But Dr. Jason Selk, S-E-L-K, if anybody wants to check it out, he was very good. Um, Dennis Mosley Williams, I, I didn't really know what to expect from him. You know, his bio was a little gray, like, you know, head experience, economic, something, something that sounds like maybe it's kind of a made up title, something he invented for himself, or he's got this consulting firm and it said, you know, he speaks all over the nation and, you know, really talks about how companies get to be these household names. Um, And sometimes when people try to be funny at events, I like, I can just feel my ears getting hot. Like I start to get really nervous that, oh, people are going to think he's funny. And I start to really feel for them. Like I start to feel empathy, but he, I mean, the audience was cracking up. They were just, he was an absolute goofball. And what about the guy? Oh, forgetting his name. I should have come prepared, but we balanced um, the peacock feathers in our hand. And it was all about following, you know, how you can, if you're focusing on one thing, that's the wrong thing. Totally Mm -hmm. different experience. That was really cool. That was really good. Yeah. Did you balance it? I did. I honestly, I was in the room. I didn't really participate too much. So I'm guilty of, uh, of not trying to balance. Okay. Did you? I did. So this was a really cool exercise. You could hear the room just go, Oh my gosh. And I thought it'd be kind of a fun thing to do at a client event. But, um, the point of his, this little part of the meeting, not his whole speech, of course, but this little specific nugget of it was he gave us all peacock feathers and we were to hold them in the palm of our hand with the tip down, you know, so the feathers sticking straight up. And he said, all right, here are your instructions. I want you to put the tip of the feather in the middle of the palm of your hand and stare at your hand right in the middle, really focus on that. And of course we were all just dropping it and, oh, okay, stop, 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 stop. Let's regroup. Everybody just try harder. And so we'd all try again. He's like, really focus. Of course, everybody's dropping it. And he said, okay, I set you up for failure there. I was telling you to be focused on the wrong thing. Now let's try it again. But instead of looking at the palm of your hand, balance it and then look up at the top of the feather and everybody balanced it. And you could hear the room just go, oh my gosh. And so the point was when you stay focused on the wrong thing, you can't have the success that you're looking for. So I thought everybody did an excellent job, but I have to talk a little bit about the overall theme, which is client experience. Yes. So obviously there's no other entity that I can think of that is more well-known for their, the experience or the hospitality of than Chick-fil-A. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Chick-fil-A, Disney, another big one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. Right, down to how, right down to how they thank people. That's been thought out as part of their client experience strategy. And without using the C word, if you have been to their drive through at any point in the last 18 months, I think we could all agree maybe they should be in charge of all decisions moving forward because that drive through <laughs> okay. is amazing. They, <laughs> they, can, they can distribute some chicken sandwiches. There's yeah, they can. no doubt about it. So they are the best in the business when it comes to that. So he kind of set the stage for how you create that same kind of client experience for small business owners, which of course we all are. And it made Mm -hmm. me laugh because my 13 year old Ashton, 
Um, this was maybe, I don't know, six months ago and we had gone somewhere and somebody was really rude. I don't remember where we were at. And as we walked away, Ashton just, you know, stared straight ahead and he goes, well, she definitely couldn't work for Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're right. There you go. That's so now exactly when everybody right. is rude, we would say, well, they're not working for Chick-fil-A anytime soon, but he was really good. And then Dennis Mosley Williams kind of continued that to say, Sometimes when we think about client experience, we have to think that it's this, you know, big extravagant office and these big grand gestures. But his point was mix things up. You know, if you always have clients come in to your office for a review, maybe take them out to lunch or meet somewhere else. Every Zoom call, every phone call, every time they walk into your office and every time they interact with you, that is an experience and it's different than service. Service is how well you're responding to things and how well you're providing info. Experience is how you make them feel every time they interact with you. So I thought that was excellent info that people can take away and really apply to their practice. And it's it's completely true. And, and one of his other points, what I thought was pretty funny, especially when he's talking in front of a you know a room full of financial advisors, is your clients really don't care what you know or you know, what the stock market's doing or any of that necessarily. It's more about, like you said, it's how you make them feel. And that's one of the biggest differentiators between your company, your financial planning company, than everybody else's is that client experience. So yeah, that was really, really good and made a lot of sense. I I took that away too. I think what he said was, you know, for himself as a consumer, he said, don't talk to me about investments and what the markets are doing. I don't care about any of that. You deal with that. Don't talk to me about that stuff. I don't want to know any of that. And what his advisor would send him is like parenting books or how to deal with teenagers or, you know, help with college type stuff or, and he said, that's my experience with him. He goes, I don't want him Mm -hmm. giving me market updates. And you can see, you know, some people kind of shrinking in their seats, like, oh man, I got to rethink this whole client experience thing. So I think my takeaway from that, what we would want to share with all of you that are listening is kind of evaluate everything in your practice from the perspective of your client. Think about, you know, what, what's their takeaway when they hang up with the phone with you, when they get off a zoom call, when they walk out of your office, are they going to be like, oh, you know, that was different. Are they going to tell somebody about that? Or is Mm -hmm. it, just like anybody else. So sure. that was a good one. I thought the whole it was theme, a really, really good one. It was. And, and think about it from the moment they walk into your office until the moment they actually step into your car. That's how you build that client experience when they come in, you know, when they're coming in. So uh, put it down, write it down. So it's actually on paper. You've got that process in writing. And I think you'll see some really good results from it. There's no doubt. Yeah. I can't remember all the examples he gave, but he definitely said like things about engaging the five sentences, examples of like companies he'd worked before, work with before that had, you know, big umbrellas. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm like, does it rain a lot here? And they're like, no, that's for the sun. It's really sunny. They walk the clients out, you yeah. know, with the umbrella overhead. So little things that can, you know, really differentiate you. They think, oh, that might be goofy, but it's what people remember. And it's a way to you know, really make them have an experience when they're interacting with you. So get info really there. Good. Just for those of you that are listening, evaluate everything that you're doing from a client perspective, look at little things that you can do to always be improving upon that. Mm-hmm. So round table, second topic. Yes. 
Yes. So I was at Roundtable, but you've been before, right? Oh yeah, I've been before. So I'm pretty jealous that you you were able to to go to this one this time. Yeah, it's it's um a really beneficial event for really people in our space, in the IMO space, because we get to, we're not presenting, you know, we're not the ones that are Mm -hmm. giving them ideas. We're hearing and engaging and getting the feedback from top advisors on what they feel is working best for them, or, you know, really let them kind of work through issues that they're having. And for me as an advisor, super lucky that I got to sit there and hear from all of the best in the business Um, But Mm -hmm. the advisors, this is one of our most popular events by far. They have to qualify for it. You know, not everybody is invited. Um, So we may be uh, speaking a little out of turn here. I don't know, but we're going to share some secrets from Roundtable with all of you that are listening and we'll just ask for forgiveness later, I guess. Well, I'll say this about our advisors. They probably actually wouldn't care. They love sharing ideas. You know what I mean? So, but you're right. We we probably should keep it a little quiet. Well, no way, no better way to keep it quiet than sharing it on a podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. No, we're, we're going to assume they, uh, they want to share the love. So at every table, which it is literally a round table of specific advisors, we always give them a topic. Um, at this event, I think the first day they focused on like two topics. Second day, they focused on two new topics. And then when they're done sharing ideas and discussing, the table votes on who they want to go and share with the rest of the room. So a couple of things, this got voted um, right away and tons of questions. I think we had to cut people off from asking questions about the advisor that shared this, but he actually credited using this from info he learned at a former round table of ours. So we had an advisor that was there that goes, hey, I think that was me. So it's kind of cool to see how it comes full circle. Um, But the the book that he said really changed his entire practice was Giftology. I can't remember Mm -hmm. who he said wrote it, but if anybody's listening and you want to look it up, Giftology. But they took the premise of that book and incorporated into how they were going to do branded gifts for their clients. And they've done some really cool stuff to say, you know, look, they said, no offense, Gradient, thanks for all the Gradient stuff, but we don't necessarily want a bunch of stuff that's branded to gradient, nor do our clients want a bunch of stuff that's branded to our firm. We personalize it to them. So they gave an example of a really nice cutting board that they send, and it has the family name etched into the cutting board. And their logo is like that big, you know, on the back side of the cutting board. Um, but he said, clients just rave about it. And then you're sitting at dinner, you're hosting an event and you've got this, you know, really cool board out on the counter and everybody's gathering the kitchen. They're like, oh my gosh, that's gorgeous. Where'd you get that? And everybody's talking about you. And to go along with that, then I forget the knives. Mm, I'll think of it. Some really expensive knives that they send kind of goes Mm -hmm. along with the cutting board. So they, they have this theme for like three or four different gifts, Mm -hmm. um, but they brand it to the clients and get clients then talking about that when they use those things to clients and they get nice referrals off of it and their clients love it. So that's kind of I, cool. cool I, idea. I, you know, I've never, you think of all the things we receive from insurance companies around Christmas, they send us stuff. It's always nothing personalized. It's always got their yeah. brand on it. So that is a fantastic idea because that's makes you completely different than anybody else. I personally never would have thought of that. You know, I would have sent my, anything with a company name on it. So that's a great idea. Yeah. Yep. So he answered a 
ton more questions than I'm what than even what I'm remembering, but he kept referencing that book. He said that book and the principles in that book just totally changed, you know, how we interact with clients. And that kind of ties into that client experience too. That's something that people are going to really remember. So giftology is the book. Mm-hmm. Um, at my table, I had an advisor that does a radio show and, you know, he's talking about the radio show and that's pretty common. People do a radio show. But he said about two years ago, he totally scrapped what he had been doing with the show. He came over to Gradient and he hired a stand-up comic, like an actual professional comedian to co-host the show with him. And he went from doing $3 million a year to over $16 million a year, new assets gathered. And that's the only marketing he does. It's the only change he made. And he's having an excellent, excellent time. So he just absolutely loves it. That's incredible. So, I mean, is it, uh, did he say how he runs the show, how, how he sets everything up? Is it financially <laughs> said, related? I it mean, is. So crazy. it's a, it's a financial show, but he said they really try to focus on being goofy and entertaining with clients instead of just kind of, you know, financial topics can be kind of drab and dry. Um, mm-hmm. and he said the one piece of advice he got, I don't, I didn't ask him who actually he said multiple sources was don't be goofy and and act stupid and stay away from politics. And he goes, we did the exact opposite. We talk politics and we're stupid all the time. And he said, people love it. He goes, I'll go someplace out in the community. And they're in a pretty big area. I think they're around the Dallas area or or suburbs of, and he said, people will say, I hear David. I hear, is that David that I hear? He goes, they'll hear my voice and recognize it. And a couple of the radio stations there have approached him about going syndicated national. So just, you know, there's a bunch of $3 million advisors out there trying to figure out how they're going to pay for radio. So I thought that was definitely thinking outside the box a little bit on how he could, again, give a different kind of experience, do a radio show, but have fun with it. And he said, I'd I'd never do marketing any other way. I don't chase leads. I don't call anybody. They all come to me. So kind of a cool thing there that he did that's different than everybody else. That is, that's a great idea. Again, that's why you got to go to the round table because uh, I never would have thought of that one on my own. So, well, and I think when he first started talking, you could see everybody's faces were like, what? <laughs> you sure. hired a comic for your radio show. I don't get it. And then, you know, he just kind of kept talking about how it evolved. And then he flipped around his laptop. I was like, let me just show you my numbers. And he goes, I chart, you know, the return on investment for marketing. And he goes, this is where we started at 3 million. Next year, we're at six. Next year, we're at eight. Next year, we're at 12. Now we're at 16. And he goes, the only thing we did was more marketing to that radio show. People love it. So there you go. Very cool. Okay, the, the last one I'm going to share might be a little more tangible for people. So maybe you don't have a stand-up comic in your back pocket or more. That's not your, your thing. Um, but this one, I thought, that's really smart. Um, this woman, I'm just looking at my notes here. So healthsherpa.com is the resource that she gave S H E R P A. Um, she said she, from November 1st to December 15th handles open enrollment for health insurance for people under the age of 65. So we're talking not Medicare and she, she spends $0 on marketing. She uses this online source for quoting for applications for all of that. That's the healthsherpa.com. Um, she only advertises on social media, like in her little neighborhood social media Facebook pages. We've all, mm-hmm. I think, got those little, like I know our neighborhood has one and, you know, you've got these little local groups. That's where she advertises. And when people come in, 
small business owners, entrepreneurs, everybody that's responsible for going out and finding their own health insurance. That if anybody asks, hey, you know any place we can get health insurance, they always refer her. So she picks up about $65,000 a year, well, just in that six weeks from the health insurance premiums. But more importantly, she gathered $5 million the last couple of years each year from the people that she cross-sold that were health insurance clients. So $5 million in new assets, $65,000 in additional commission, and she didn't spend a dime on marketing. The table yeah. was like frantically writing things down. Like, why wouldn't I do that? Or have somebody right. in my office at least do that. So then I could get all the leads. So pretty That's like me. a no brainer type idea, I guess, but one that I don't really hear many people doing very often. Right. It's a, it's a great idea. And, and to me, it's kind of like when you use Medicare, you market with Medicare, sure. eventually, you know, they become a financial planning client. Same type of thing, but with Medicare, what do you got to do? You got to buy leads. You've got to send lead cards. You know, you've got to market Medicare. Well, with Medicare, there's a waiting period. You can't cross-sell. She said that's not the case with the under 65. When you're selling the health insurance right then, you can say, you know, this is not my main focus. My main business is it's a financial advisor. This is why I do this is to help people with all aspects of their business. And she goes, you can just get right into it right then. You don't have to wait for that time period, which you can then go back and try to re-engage them. You're doing it all on the same appointment. So pretty, really good, pretty good idea. Pretty easy. I mean, yeah. So I guess my takeaway from the round table, we had lots of things that were kind of think outside the box type things, not your typical, what you normally hear because no C word, but people had to totally redo all their marketing plans, you know, the last 18 months. So the things that they were always doing, they stopped doing and went and looked for new opportunities. So some really cool stuff came out of that. So there's a few things to share. And I say, you know, for those of you that are listening, if you're not doing something like that, mix it up a little bit and try something new. Great. Really good stuff. So uh, I think we should probably talk about some of the new things that maybe uh, the gradient rolled out as well. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? We always roll out um, some new stuff. Sometimes it's a surprise to us. Right. <laughs> Sometimes we're like, oh, I didn't know that was coming yet, but that's really cool. I think we right. knew about everything this year, but it was, it was sure. some I cool think stuff. The, I, I think the generational vault and what we're doing with that, that was really good using the generational vault, not only to store important documents and, and, things like that, but also to, I guess, relay your your wishes to your loved ones, uh, record a video. You know, that was one of the main topics using like a legacy video that you record for your family. So I, I think that one's really good. That to me also ties in a lot with the client experience um, because something like that, I mean, it's an emotional thing. And so I thought that was great. So for anybody that's listening that doesn't know what the generational vault is, this is an on like an online safe deposit box. Think of it like that. So you as the advisor provide it to your client and Mm -hmm. they have access to it only through your website. So it creates some incredible stickiness between them and you. Um, They can organize their entire financial lives within that, all of the accounts that you hold, even held away accounts. You can sync them so they can see the values, all the reports that you're running, but they can also put wills, trust, power of attorney documents, videos and pictures of the grandkids, anything that's important to them. And then they can provide access uh, to their loved ones. Let's say they have kids that are across the country so that if they ever need to get in there to see mom and dad's 
stuff, they can, and they put together some new consumer approved marketing material this year for Gen Vault. And Generational Vault was a big topic at Roundtable. I was kind of walking around between the tables and for sure every table. And I, I would be hard pressed to say there were any advisors there, you know, each one at each individual table that wasn't using Generational Vault to say, you know, well, here's where I introduce it. Here's where I introduce it. So some of them do it like when they come back in for the final appointment so they can say your accounts are all now funded Here's where you can track values. Here's where I've put all of your, you know, instead of the old school binders, you know, here's all your folders. Here's where all your stuff is. Some others were saying, oh, no, no, no. I talk about it, you know, on the very first appointment, I pull it up and say, I've created an account for you already. So that they're like, wow, I'm not even a client yet. And look what this person is doing. So everybody had, you know, their feedback on how they use it or when they use it. But when we rolled out that video in the main session, I mean, people were like, yeah, I need that. I definitely want that. I want to play that at my seminars. I want to send Mm -hmm. that to my clients. I want to help them go record their own. And it was just a, you know, a very nice video, an example of like what a, you know, a couple would record to say to their kids on, you know, what they would want to say for their last words. And here's what we're leaving to you and why. And, you know, we really felt strongly about this. It was very touching. And I think people are very excited to be able to provide that to their clients. Yes. It's uh, it just shows that it's so much more than like you said, a place where you keep documents and track values. It's a lot more than that. And so uh, that video, I mean, that really, that really tied it in for me. I I was very impressed. Yeah. So So I think for those of you that are listening that want to access that, I think February 1st is when all of that goes live. Obviously, Generational Vault is live and you can use it, but the new consumer marketing materials like the video or the new insert slides or some of that, February 1st, those will all be out on Basecamp. Um, But if anybody hasn't seen Generational Vault or if you're not with Gradient yet and you want to see an example of it, for sure, just email the advisor arena at gradientib.com. We'll send you a sample of it so you can take a look. Um, So that one was definitely a cool one. The So I gave a presentation on just marketing and kind of some of the obstacles that you run into. We had a panel of advisors that I interviewed to share some of their best stories. And one of Mm -hmm. the underlying um, um, themes for lack of a better word is that everybody is really using storytelling in some way. And we've talked about this on previous podcasts. You know, I'm a big fan of like Donald Miller and some of the others that really talk about how do you tell a story And one of the biggest mistakes that people make is making themselves the hero of their own story. That's really hard to do, by the way. If you're, you know, if you're trying to do it for a business and you're like, ah, no, I'm not the hero. I got to make my audience the hero. They've got to see themselves. Well, one of the new things that's in the blueprint that Gradient's putting together is this whole marketing bundle, a professionally created tell your story, like a 60 minute interview and consumer marketing materials and a video that you can use all about your story and why you do what you do. We want to make Mm -hmm. sure you do it in the right way. So it, your audience sees how they become the hero in your story, which is not always easy, but that's, that's where you really tie in and you get them engaged. So I thought that was a really cool rollout. That was a good one. That'll be, I know that one's going to be one of the more popular ones this year. I've already had several people ask me about it. So they did. That was good. Yes. Past years, we've done like 
I think we called it an about me video where it was like a little two minute video that you could put on your website. And that was insanely popular now to be able to really sit down with a writer to have your story really kind of scripted out, make sure it's following the right components, a 60 minute interview, all these pieces that you can then go use in marketing. Mm -hmm. I mean, what an incredible opportunity to really enhance the brand, the client experience and everything you no know, everything yeah so i love that rollout i thought that was really cool i mean just imagine after that first appointment you know you hand your you hand your prospect a, a dvd it's got an hour-long interview highlighting who you are and what you're about yeah that would be really powerful or having some of the you know some of the content roll before events or you know yes. playing on your website when it first comes up i mean you could also slice that up and have things i mean there's some really cool ways that they'll show you what to do with it so that one. And then the tax-free marketing bundle, obviously. I mean, we're getting so many questions on proposed changes and build back better and just what's going to change already in 2025. We've packaged all that together to say, that's obviously the hottest current event. So how Mm -hmm. can we help you with TV shows, radio ads, landing pages, social media? Like, How do we help you get that message out there and become you know, the go-to person on this super hot topic in your area. So I think that will be a huge one. Tax-free marketing bundle, I think is what they're calling that. Yes. Tax-free also to kind of go along with that. It's uh, they've updated or enhanced some of the social security stuff to go along with that. So both of those, I think uh, will get good play this year that you're starting to already see stuff in the headlines and people are worried about it. So they're timely. Isn't it funny how things come back around? I mean, it was year, it's been yeah. years since we've talked about updating any social security info, but it's coming around again and people are it talking is. about it. And it's how does this, you know, this thing impact this? And so, yeah, it's coming back around. The last thing I would say that I think has been underutilized, under promoted is the new product desk and the illustration yes. tool. Yes. So, illustrations tool, which We've had one version of it out on the portal, uh, the homepage of the of the Connects Me portal, but it just got totally revamped and relaunched. So you talk about super efficient. You need an annuity or life product illustration, a five-minute turnaround. You just go out there, enter the info, they're kicking it right back out to you. So sure. that's pretty sure. cool. Really cool. I think to go along with that is Product Central, you know, so... Yeah. With Product Central, you can not only request illustrations, you can pull product training. So if you need product training, it's all loaded out there. You can do uh, an instant message with our dedicated product team. So if you have a quick question, don't have time to call, you can literally just instant message them right through that Product Central app. So there's a lot of really cool functionality um, that that goes along with the illustration tool and the new Product Central. So I mean... I know we still have some advisors that are operating like they have been since 1999. You know, I've got to get my marketer on the phone. I've got to call into the office. I've got to wait for the call back if they're not available. I've got to give them the info on what kind of what I'm looking for, what I'm going to compare it against, you know, all of those details. That's so silly. We've come so long since then. I mean, by all means, call us if you just love us and you want to talk to us. But if it's if you know what product you want or, you know, you know, I want a bonus product over 80 or I want something with it. If you can be somewhat specific, you don't really probably need somebody to do the case design. You just need somebody to run the report for you or run a comparison or, you know, something that we can leverage 
you know, a technology or like you said, the product central team members mm-hmm. are right there to help or you're not waiting for one of us. So I think yes. that's going to make things hugely efficient if people are at least aware of it. So if you're listening yes. and you're Try hearing, we don't want you to call us. That's not what we're saying. <laughs> call us, <laughs> call us, yes. but you need something quick. Product central. It's right there on the homepage of portal. That's really cool. So if anything that we just talked about is something that you're not aware of, you're like, Hey, I'm sorry. I missed that at the summit, or I didn't get to go this year, or I'm not with gradient, but that stuff sounds really cool. Just email the advisor arena at gradientib.com. We always want to hear from you. We want to share some of this stuff. If you want to see a demo, like of the new blueprint that we just rolled out, people are uh, submitting business right now that's already pushing them through milestones. And that's where we can really step in and pay for your marketing and business expenses this year, which is a no brainer. Why would you not want somebody to step in and help with the expenses of that? We can do that. It's blueprint. So exactly. let us take that off your plate. I agree. Not only help you help you pay for it, but help you implement it. So yes. it's, it's, yeah. It's going version four is out. There's some really good changes to it uh, that I'm excited about. I know our existing advisors that have seen it, they're excited about it. So in my opinion, it's the version four, it's the best version yet. So uh, excited about Well, that we just too. keep getting better, frankly. I agree. We do. We do. That's we just keep improving. Give us credit for. Yeah. We don't want to go backwards. We don't want people to say like, hey, you guys used to be really great. Now look at the stuff. No, <laughs> right. we want to keep getting better. So we're committed to doing that. And if you did not take our advice in some of the podcast episodes leading up to the end of the year, and you are scrambling now to put your marketing plan together for the first six months of 2022, get on it ASAP. And the blue, the blueprint can help you do that because it is literally going to give you a track to follow to say, Hey, you can customize these things any way you want, but this is the order in which we would recommend implementing these things so that you're not trying to spend money on this thing that maybe doesn't make sense until, you know, Q4 when you've already had some cash flow coming in. It's really meant to give you that snowball effect. So you can hit the ground running, keep going, keep building momentum, and just following the footsteps of those that have gone before you most successfully. So that's exactly my business blueprint. Yep. Yeah. What you need. Following in the, just what you said, following in the footsteps of those that have gone before you that are successful. That's, that's what it is. So. Okay. Well, that's all I can think of for this first episode, but it was a good yeah. one. Lots of good info. We'll be back next week. And until then, thanks everybody for joining. We'll see you next time. Thank you.